Hey everyone, welcome to podcast episode number 27. We're going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, we're actually going to do a, a shorter version of the podcast. We're going to do a couple of these small ones and we're, we'll, we'll hit you later in the week with a longer one. Uh, today I'm going to talk a little bit about, I'm going to rant about why I eat at the same restaurant two to three times a week. Uh, and then also go into a podcast question I received and where we uh, reveal the winner of the Yeti Hopper. Um, in which I talk about uh, cheat meals and why cheat meals are stupid. Uh, not so much eating the cheat meal, but the whole idea of cheat meal. Um, so listen up, it's a shorter one, uh, and hope you enjoy the show. So this is something new that we're trying here, and so I'm kind of looking like this. Um, this is podcast episode 27. We're gonna do a couple of these short ones, and then we'll do like one or two longer ones during the week. But today you can see, or hear, um, if you're just listening, I'm um, by myself. Stephen wanted me to do this one by myself, and wanted me to rant on a few things that we were talking about. Um, I'm actually keeping an eye on my computer because unfortunately the Brussels attacks happened today, and we're actually running some breaking news emails out to the, the email subscribers out there. Two million of them, by the way. And so I'm just kind of keeping an eye on that. Really, really sad thing that happened. 30, 30 people died, 230 injured, um, and ISIS took uh, responsibility for it. Really, really sad. And on top of that, too, we just found out Rob Ford died, the Toronto mayor, um, from cancer as well. Um, he was a character, but obviously it's never, never a good time when, when somebody passes away. So um, the one thing that we actually did want to talk about, uh, with those aside, was there's a question that I get all the time. Uh, which is why do I go to the same restaurant, you know, two to three times uh, a week? Um, and there's this one really cool restaurant that I like. It's it's around here where I live, um, and it, it kind of goes to the same reason of why I wear the same colored T-shirt. You could say I'm boring. You could say, you know, it's not too, you know, I'm exploring the world or whatever. But the main reason is is I, I have this sense of um, it's not so much comfortability. It's just you know trying to lessen the worries uh, of what we have in this world. I mean, there's a lot of obviously really bad shit going on, and so um, and I, I really look deep. And this is like a really deep question when people ask me this all the time. I kind of get serious about it. Which you know people could say you know why do you go eat you know same place two or three times? They just kind of you know say oh I love it whatever. No, but there's something deeper there, which is it's a place where um, that I go, and I don't want to get cheesy and say which everybody knows your name, but I literally go there and uh, before I sit down, the guy there, the awesome waiter. Call him Mr. Barry. Uh, you know he has a beer ready for it, ready for me when I get there. And whether it's an IPA or a porter, or one of his favorite things he just wants me to try. So after a long day, you know we get there six, six thirty. Um, you know if my wife wants to get there earlier, we'll get there five thirty. Literally before I sit down, um, he hands me a beer, and it's just that whole customer service aspect of it is absolutely phenomenal. Something I try to bring into the alternative daily, and it's um, it's funny. I kind of get these ideas from Mr. Barry at Corner Cafe, um, I get these ideas to bring them back to the Alternative Daily. Um, and it's all about engagement. He walks by, says, you know, here's the good fish you need to try, here's some fish that hasn't been here, you know, uh, that's been here a while, don't try this one. You can ask them an honest question, is this good or bad? And I trust that. I, I, it's a trust factor of why I go there. I will try other restaurants, and we do have other places that we go to, and not that we eat out every single night, but it's the one place that I know that I can go, and it truly does feel like home. And um, it's, it's, I take out the worries of the constant, where are we going, what are we doing, you know, do I want this, do I want that, because it's a really wide you know, range of meal. 
but there's just like this this coming home and this just this engagement feeling of talking. It's literally the place where you go and, and, and he sits down beside you and asks you about your day, you ask him how his kids are doing and everything. And it's it's just overall awesome experience. So it's just not, food's great, right? And this isn't a rave, this isn't like a, you know, a, I don't know what you call it, a Yelp review or whatever. But it's one of those things where you just literally just get taken care of. And I, I like that aspect of it. It's something that I take into my own business. It's funny, I get that from a waiter at a place that I bring in my own business. And so, um, and that's why I go to the same place two to three times. He knows my daughter's name. He, we do, he does special orders and everything. And so it's really that bending over backwards just to make a customer happy. And that's the kind of cool thing is like, especially when it comes to customer service, you find if you're giving people an awesome product, people want to give you, you know, pay you more instead for it. And I think it's a, just an awesome place that, that I, I love to go. And so that's why I go to the same place, you know, two to three times a week. Um, first of all, I want to say hi to Laura McQueen. You're going to win the Yeti um, cooler. And uh, basically Laura's question was, I love your podcast. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you, Laura. And I'd love to win the Yeti. My question for you is, what's your favorite cheat meal slash guilty pleasure? Um, what are many pitters here? They're starting to come. <laughs> um, what's uh, favorite cheat meal and guilty pleasure? So there's two parts to this question. You could say by guilty pleasure, I would say is pizza. Um, it's one of those things that if you put a whole pizza pie for me, I'm just going to devour the whole thing. Regardless of how healthy I am or whatever, I'm just literally going to eat the whole thing. Jeez. <laughs> Apparently, that's a lot for Steven to, to think about. A whole um, pizza? A whole, I could literally eat a whole pizza. Um, but in terms of the cheat meal aspect, I'd never look at it in terms of a cheat meal because um, you know, when I got healthy, when I lost about 40 pounds eight years ago, I... I essentially just changed it for life. So it's not like, a lot of people get caught up in this, I gotta lose 30 pounds in four months and stuff like this. And I don't wanna make this a, a diet and weight loss podcast and, and uh, an episode, but I, I just look at it for, I look at everything in my life as a long-term approach, you know, whether it's business, which is the alternative daily, whether it's my relationship with my wife or my relationship with my daughter, we can get so lost in kind of that moment of you know, it's like you know, I got to do this or I got to do that. Got to lose 30 pounds, or my daughter just you know is screaming and throwing a tantrum and like, oh my god, what am I going to do? And something I'm trying and, and it's hard to do is is look long term, what, five, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. And so when I decided to get healthy, it was more of like I'm going to work out every day. You know, I'm going to go for my run every day. And so when people say you know why aren't you doing weights right now? Because right now for me, running is fun and running. I listen to a lot of audio. Uh, audiobooks and podcasts and so for right now it's what works for me and I just don't do it like I'm not doing it to try and get cut right now it's just what's working and what's fun it's gonna fall off I'm gonna get bored with it in a couple months uh, and then I'll try something else and eventually come back to it and so when it comes to cheat meals like I don't look at eating pizza as a cheat meal I look at it as it's just part of my human experience of I really want a pizza and I could do it I think the bigger thing is having the um, uh, uh, of not going into it like every single day and saying when you eat pizza. It's a discipline, right? And so I, to call it a cheat meal, I just I really hate that term because so many people say, oh, well, you know, here we are in March and by May I got to have, you know, drop 20 pounds so I can fit into the, you know, the bikini. Well, what about in December? Do you, do you not want the opportunity to be in a bikini in Dece uh, you know, December? I'm not talking specifically to you, Laura, on that at all. I'm just saying, you know, if you look at things from a long tail approach, everything, you know, in terms of, you know, life, business, you know, relationships, everything, it's so much better. It's, and it takes so much anxiety away when you say, 
okay, here's the course of action over the next 20 or 30 years. And that's not, you know, there's definitely some, some philosophies that kind of go into being in the moment, but that's not, you know, that's not necessarily what I'm going into here. It's, you know, if you, it's having that long-term um, thought process that actually brings you back to the moment. And so it makes you a little less uh, anxiety-ridden. And so that's how I take it in terms of health. Cheat meals, I hate calling it a cheat meal. I'll just say I'm eating a pizza. I don't give a shit. I'll eat a pizza and it's, and it's fine. So, uh, but it's the same thing, actually, it's funny, I wanna go into like with my daughter, when, when kids, you know, when they throw these tantrums, it's so easy to get lost in that, oh my God, you know, is this ever gonna end? Is this tantrum ever gonna end? You know, it, there's no way I'm getting this human being in that car right now. Uh, but it does, and if you have that long-term approach um, and outlook on it, it really, really, really calms the anxiety, and uh, it's definitely helped my business out a lot too. Because you know, if you try and you know publish, 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 and you're, you're trying to make monthly numbers and quarterly numbers, if you have a more five to ten-year outlook, it makes things so much easier. And, uh, and so that's my advice, uh, Laura. So um, my cheat meal, I don't have them. I hate that term. However, my guilty pleasure is pizza absolutely pizza um so that's gonna do it for this short podcast um also i don't necessarily wear socks all the time um i like it uh to not wear socks uh, my shoes probably stink after that but anyways thank you for listening to podcast number 27 yep yep podcast 27 and we'll probably do one more this week where we have a little bit longer um segment with me megan and maybe ralph if i don't kick him out of it everybody have a great week uh great week um you know, thoughts are with the folks from Brussels, uh, and uh, we'll catch up with you guys later on.